I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Nothing else matters. I have a tuna. I'm in your face. Welcome back to the Fast Five Minute Podcast, a show all about the great legendary movie, The Fast and the Furious. I'm, as always, Stone, and with me is my good friend, Guard. How are you doing what's tonight, Guard? <laughs> it's me with a what's up. We're recording a... a, a, a I thought I'd bring some 90s flair. Absolutely. We're recording on a rare a weekday. So uh, how was work today, Guard? <laughs> work was awesome. Can't speak highly enough of it. Great, great, great. Love to hear it. Got to make them dollars. That's right. Dollar, dollar <laughs> bills to fund the podcast. Well, just a reminder of what the show is. Uh, every week, we sit down and we talk about five minutes of the movie, The Fast and the Furious. Tonight, we're on minute... Oh, no. I don't know what minute we're on. It's been so long. We're on minute 15.01 to minute 20. Oh, 15 to 20. Um, so it's episode four. That's how math works. Just to clarify for the... <laughs> that's correct. Just to clarify... Wait, are we on? Am, did I? Am I wrong? We're on episode... We're on episode oh, no, yeah, four. That's right. That's so that, correct, the that's math correct. does check out. <clears throat> that's excellent news. Um, and just to clarify, uh, for those that have stuck with us, we're talking about the first movie, five minutes at a time. If you want to listen along, 15.01 to 20 today. Watch along, actually. Watch along. There's a visual correct. element if you if you watch the movie. But this is an audio along, podcast. you have to pause quite often. <laughs> quite often. So, uh, Guard... How would you like to tell the audience how this five minutes started or how it ended? Stone, I will take, uh, I think I'll take how it ended today. But first, a word from our sponsors. Oh, how could I forget? Today, we have a really good one, Stone. I, uh, are you excited about it? I always am. Okay, good. Uh, today's sponsor, the podcast is brought to you by that horse girl from high school. <laughs> Looking to relive an uncomfortable childhood memory? Still trying to tell if she was hot or not? Think about Horse Girl. Just think about her a little bit. That's the sponsor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so tell us. She sent me some money. <laughs> she sent you some money. Okay, so this week, our five minutes starts with us pulling up to a new location and more hero shots of the cars we've already seen. Mm-hmm. And how does it end? <laughs> it ends with a, an absolutely brutal cliffhanger uh, halfway through a race. Halfway through a race, things are getting wild. Well, and weird, I would say. And weird. I would so say weird and wild together. Let's start this off. We start off, we see the cars leaving the giant monolithic buildings from last episode. An and outrageous then amount of people, by the way. So many people. And then we see an aerial shot of a road with cars on it. Um, none of these cars are obeying traffic laws, by the way. Did you notice that? I did notice that. I also noticed... Uh, this might be the longest still shot of something we have in the film so far, and it was about five seconds total. I know. I, it was five seconds of still footage, and I thought, oh, no, I hope we have enough to talk about. And then the rest of the five minutes proceeded, and we absolutely do. Yeah, um, took, But, yeah, the cars um, are just driving on the left side of the road. They're really not caring at all. And then they pull up to, like, a neighborhood. It looks like a like a business street. I don't know. There's some businesses. But... Just pull up to some road and all line up in unison. Awesome. Uh, yeah, really cool. And on top of that, um, they pull up in such a way to create a drag strip of sorts. 
Yeah, they block off a whole road. We know they block off a road because there's a sick ad spot for um, everyone's favorite pizza, Pizza Hut, where a Pizza Hut delivery car pulls oh, up. The the most incredible line I've ever heard. Would you the like pizza to? Man, yeah, I would love to. Give so it to much. us. The Pizza Man pulls up a Pizza Hut guy, and I would say he's like a forty to forty five year old man. Not your not your typical pizza boy. He's a pizza man. He's a pizza man. For and sure. one of the people blocking the road says, Streets closed, pizza boy. Streets home, pizza boy, find another way home. As if he knew he was going home and not delivering a pizza, even though he was in a Pizza Hut car. Incredible. So we now know that the street is, in fact, closed. This same person is listening to a police radar. They're scoping it out. So we're ready for a race. And the police would absolutely come to this, by the way. There are three to four hundred people in the middle so of the road blocking off a drag strip-esque area. The police absolutely would come there. Oh, yeah. Well, after watching this several times, my biggest concern with this part, or at least this fact of the scene, is... They were at a place that seemed to be an abandoned warehouse where they're all just hanging out freely, sitting around their cars. And then when they decided it's time to race, they go to an actual street. Why not just race where they were? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't. I have no idea why they chose two why different locations. Why would they go to a second location that has more chances of them getting hot or caught? That is more dangerous. Like what the. F- fuck is the point of changing locations here do they yeah. just need their street race to be on a street they have a caravan I don't, I don't understand 300 people in drag race cars that they take to a different part of town for some yeah reason. they're yelling they're screaming like they're outside of their cars like of course this is gonna get called in and the cops are gonna come speaking of speaking of being outside their cars what is with uh the inordinate amount of people dressed as schoolgirls at this location <laughs> We get multiple shots of girls dressed as schoolgirls getting out of cars, and I don't understand why. Is there a is there a fetish correlation between the street race car community and the the schoolgirl community that I was unaware of? That's a that's a great question. I don't know. We'll have to look into it. I mean, it's just it's bizarre. I I can't wait to see if that uh, correlation continues. I I think it will. We'll, we'll track it. An official um, so, guard prediction. <laughs> official guard prediction. So I have some... So after the Pizza Hut, we wait, get wait, the drag wait, race Stone, set up. Up. Before we go further. Okay, okay. I have a question for you. Please. Do you think Pizza Hut paid money to uh, get one of their drivers humiliated in this movie? Absolutely. I think Any they advertisements good advertisements of buddy. dollars to have one of oh, their yeah. delivery drivers made fun of. Just ridiculed. And I, for one, would love to know behind the scenes if Pizza Hut said, mention us in any way and you get X amount of dollars, or if they had to approve their driver getting humiliated. And that, yeah, they said, any way, put us in, and then the director snickered and said, we're going to make an absolute fool yeah. of their delivery. I mean, they might have, they might as well have peed on the guy's car a little bit, too, Like, and Pizza Hut still would have had to pay him money. They did verbally, so, I mean... <laughs> Okay, all right, Okay, so on. so after that, we're set up, we're ready to drag race, and uh, we get a shot of the, our four drivers pulling up. We see Brian pulls past the line, again showing he's Brian's not good at asshole. this. Yeah. Brian's a terrible driver, dude. 
he really is. All I mean, I I get that that he's never done this particular race before, but he's the last one that pulls up. Dude, yeah, there's a line painted. They spray-painted a line on the ground, so he specifically knows where to stop, and he doesn't hit his mark. He doesn't even come close. He goes, like, no, half he a shoots, car length over. He shoots way over it. Absolutely way over it. Yeah, Brian's a huge asshole. I mean, this guy's not good at driving a vehicle. I no. could have at least pulled up to a line, dude. You can you can stop when you need to stop at a line. but I do often. <laughs> often? Every that's day, of, I would say. That's something I'm pretty good at. It's like the main, it's one of the main parts of driving a car is stopping in the right place. That is true. How did he not learn to do that? (laughs) After he pulls over the line and then has to back up in humiliation. Yeah, and everyone snickers at him. Everyone's yelling and heckling him. We Mm -hmm. get a good hero shot of our four drivers, and I just, I found a great resource, which I'll come back to who that resource is later in the episode. But I just want to give you some details on these cars. Okay. The first one is Dom's RX 7. Mm-hmm. Zero to 60, 4.9. Quarter mm-hmm. mile, 13.5 seconds. Top speed of 155. This is a beast of a car. This is coming from the actual cars they used on set combined with uh, what we can presume they have. Like this one has NOS, even though the real one didn't. You know, things like that. Is your source Vin Diesel? No, dude, but he he's goddamn close. Next, um, we have Stone, Danny wait, Yamada. Stone, let, me, let me pause you really quickly. I have something <laughs> just really quickly important to tell you. Okay. This brings us to our next installment of Woodstone Drive That. Vroom, vroom, let's go. A segment in which I describe a vehicle to Stone that he probably already looked up before because this is what we're both doing, and then he <laughs> guesses the price of the vehicle today in 2021. The vehicle today in question, Dom Mazzetti's Dom Toretto, what is his name? Dom Toretto. Dom Toretto's, Dominic Toretto. Dominic Toretto's 1993 Mazda RX-7, which Stone has given us some t- statistics about. But let I me have. tell you some that Stone might consider when buying the car. Oh, okay. It has a 20-gallon fuel tank, which seems insane. The Kia's, former, uh, formerly owned by me, by the way. Shout out me. Shout out to Gardner's new whip. Just today, as of recording. New whip. Hell yeah. New whip. Uh, The Kia has 11, I think, or 12 maybe. Anyway, 18 gallons to 18 miles to the gallon city, 24 highway. Uh, And I have a review for you to help you decide if you would uh, drive that. This is from topgear.com. They thought. Trusted source. (laughs) Trusted source. They wanted us to know UK sales were pitiful. That's their review. Uh, (laughs) One of six slides they have. Stone. Oh, that's a. That was the best one they had. I, I That was the one I thought was funniest. Okay, great, great, um, great. Stone, first of all, uh, how much do you think this car would cost you today, a 1993 Mazda RX-7? 1993 RX-7? I want you to know, Guard, that today at work, I didn't do work for a couple hours and was looking at the prices of cars. This, this, <laughs> this podcast is changing me. I'm becoming a car person. Okay, and I think excellent. this goes for around 10000 Eight to ten? Well, Stone, great guess. I found it for sale for 26600 average. Apparently, it's average. a collector vehicle. I know. See, these because of this fucking movie, all these cars' prices are skyrocketing. How is Stone mm-hmm. ever going to be able to afford a fucking sick RX-7? <laughs> that being said, would you buy an RX-7 for twenty six six if you needed a vehicle today? Absolutely. That's a hard really? Stone would buy. Yes. And do you want to know why? Because I have a big boner for this car, 
but the version of this car from two movies in the future that our oh, hero sure. Han drives in sure. Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Sure, One of my I, favorite cars from the exciting. entire series, and that is an RX-7, but I want specifically Hans. Okay, so maybe, so you wouldn't drive Dom's? Still would, but preferred Hans. Okay, we're smashing uh, like and subscribe to both cars. That's great news. Yeah, correct, correct. That ends the segment. Would Stone drive that? Incredible. Next up in the lineup of cars that Stone has stats for is Danny Yamada's 95 Civic. Mm-hmm. Zero to 60 in nine seconds. Still respectable. Quarter mile in 16.6. Pretty good. Sure. And top speed of around 120, 120 plus. Next is in Edwin's Integra GSR. Zero to 60 in seven seconds. So a little better. Okay. 15 seconds on the quarter mile, 155 top speed. Um, Next we get Brian's Edwin, Eclipse. Is Edwin oh, let played me- by Jaw Rule? I have no idea what Ja Rule looks like, so I cannot I think he looks tonight. exactly like Edward. I'm fairly confident. All right. Well, while I'm giving uh, the next stats, look that up, please. I will. Next is Brian's Eclipse, which is 0 to 60 in 9.8 seconds. That thing is slow as hell, comparatively. Mm-hmm. Quarter mile in 16.8 with a top speed of 137. So that matches uh, how fast he was going. So I have to um, beg to differ. I saw that NOS take it well over 107. Well, okay, so so that was that's pre-NOS. He can go faster okay, with NOS if they take speed. out limiters, shit like that. But Movie anyways, accurate top speed, okay. If we're looking at pure specs here, Dom has the better car, man. Dom has a beast of a car. And mm. honestly, Brian's Eclipse kind of sucks compared to these. Like, it's getting beaten a quarter mile by a fucking honda civic i will say um one the movie portrays that well because i think the other two also smoke brian without his nos yeah uh, based on how he was doing in the race Mm -hmm. and two um a lot of the vehicles have some bold and interesting modifications on them that i think would do the opposite of make a car go fast yeah, like the entire giant speaker system in the back of Dom's car. Dom has, has to a weigh whole th- ass speaker system. Enormous. And who? What? What? Who drives the white car? That is Danny Yamada. Danny Yamada has presumably a PlayStation Two in his car. Yeah, he is playing he PlayStation play- Two playing racing game. game right before the race starts. He is on the starting line of an actual street race, playing a PlayStation Two street racing video game. He's an insane, insane man. He's an insane person. I mean, we literally also... seconds before the race starting, he is crashing a car in the in the video game in his car. It's bizarre. It is bizarre, but that's not even the most most bizarre pre-race ritual because can we talk about Edwin and his ladies? Oh my gosh. Can we ever? Edwin is an animal. Edwin's a dirty dog. Okay. Edwin is the dirtiest let, let me dog rephrase, on that Actually, line. let me rephrase. Let me let me give agency where it's due. Edwin's girlfriend is a dirty dog. Edwin has we nothing don't know to do with dating. it. Okay. <laughs> the lady that approaches Edwin is a dirty dog. Edwin has nothing to do with it. He's along for the ride. Yeah. So let's would you like to explain what happens to Edwin and his uh pre-race ritual? I would love to. Um an attractive woman comes up to Edwin. And uh, Ben's, da- by the way, confirmed is Ja Rule. Oh, great. Love to yeah. hear it. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. That so exciting. Um, he, uh, some, uh, a lady comes up to Ja Rule slash Edwin <laughs> um, and, and kind of leans over uh, the car, exposing some flesh. And we're thinking, oh, 
Good for Edwin. She grabs Edwin's hand and places it under her uh, shirt directly on her breast and Dude, says... Touch and, touch and nip. Touch and nip for sure. Touch and nip Flesh for to sure. flesh contact here. <laughs> and says to Edwin, uh, win or lose, this is... So I wrote it down. I quote, this is yours whether you win or lose. Well, that's pretty nice of her. What a that's, great gal. Shout out to her. Yeah. Edwin can she get knows fourth, there's only a one in four <laughs> chance yeah. of him winning. But she's going to love him no matter what. Yeah, yeah. That's So that's Shout awesome. Out. Really supportive. Shout out to that girl. She's really dope. I'm Not like, some touch of boob. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. This is Edwin's loving girlfriend. Um, they're, you know, Wifey clearly they're a maybe. couple. Ma- perhaps yeah. wife, honestly. Yeah. She then proceeds to say, but if you win, you get, I, I didn't write her name down, Diane or something. I don't know what her name is, but, and points to a girl across the way, implying that if Edwin wins, he gets to have a hot threesome with these two ladies. So now we know the stakes for a couple of these people. Incredible. Uh, Brian is racing for respect. <laughs> or, and his car. And, and his car, which costs 10K plus. And uh, Edwin is racing for a hot threesome. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know what the other two are racing for. Just the love of the game, I guess. Yeah, well, Dom lives his life a quarter mile at a time. We all know that. <laughs> so course. he's racing for the love of the game. Uh, Danny Yamada, we don't know his motivations. Besi- he seems like a really laissez-faire character i mean he he's very aloof i mean he's playing a game seconds before the actual seconds race. before a high speed race so he's kind of I, I get the vibe he just kind of showed up there for the hell of it like he yeah. doesn't have any he, other he had money burning a hole in his pocket and just wanted to spend it i think yeah and this means nothing to him nothing so we also see in in this prep shot before we even start the race that dom has some sneaky nos himself he lifts up his passenger mm-hmm. seat to reveal he no, not, Brian's not the only one with some big bottles of NOS. That's uh, right. D- and um, Doms are smaller, but he has more. So Tom has I don't know several, how NOS works. Dom has six or so bottles uh, of NOS that are small. Brian has two enormous bottles. Also, Doms are under the passenger seat. That has to be so dangerous. Oh, Dude, yeah. I get, mean, I you think get in a fender bender saying, and oh, explosion. You have a yeah. bottle of NOS exploding right under your ass. <laughs> You've killed you and the person you hit. Yeah. So after this, we we go back to the person who heckled uh, Pizza Hut driver. The pizza boy. And he's listening to a police radar. He hears that there's a 187 homicide in Glendale, and he says, great. I love to hear it. The cops are busy. <laughs> Let's race cars. Excellent news. A vicious murder has taken place. Let's race, baby. Which a little bit on that, uh, Glendale means we're in a uh, northern la mm. for all Excellent. the non-la folks out there <laughs> shout out to shout most out. everyone in the world and a uh a 187 i looked that up was that just made up for this movie no section 187 of the california penal code defines the crime of murder so shorthand of a 187 oh. is in fact murder okay excellent i looked up a website on a car that i saw and it took me to a website that was strictly in mandarin so i didn't glean a lot of information from that incredible well uh, a 187 is murder we're excited about it that means the cops are fucking busy doing other shit (laughs) let's race let's Mm -hmm. fucking race uh the starter by the way i mean none of this race seems well regulated nos and unnos whatever's on there i mean just go for it some random least regulated seems to be the starter in my opinion 
Yeah, it's it's just some people that kind of throws their hands up like a star would be in a movie. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. And then he throws them down and uh, everyone tosses some flames out of the back of their cars. So you're just uh, spitting I flames. I don't know how to create flames out of my vehicle, so that's something maybe I should look into. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you want that out of your everyday vehicle. I think that would. You don't think it'd be cool a... if my Rav Four could spit flames? No, I think both of our reasonable midsize <laughs> SUVs, if they had flames coming out the back, we'd be in a world of trouble. <laughs> I think it'd be fucking tight if my Rav Four compact SUV could spit flames, dude. <laughs> it'd be sick but i'm gonna I look think into that's that. what they're you should look into it yeah let me know let me know okay definitely anyway uh everyone tosses flames out of the back of their car three of the four people have a really good start to the race great great launch three of the four of them we see guess nice who's int- number four yeah brian brian sucks but we all could have seen that coming the worst racer in the world dude <laughs> i'm beginning to think i am a better racer than this gentleman yeah, he's definitely not great. How is he the hero of our movie? It's it's hard to believe, isn't it? It's the three really of the four hard floor it and go straight. All Brian has to do is put the car in gear, hit the gas, and go straight. Brian, for some reason, yanks his steering wheel to the hard left and uh, almost hits a man. Yeah, losing traction is one thing on a star in a drag race like this, but he does take a weird amount of turns while going mm-hmm. in a straight in line a straight for line. the straight line drag race. I don't know why he does it. It's bizarre. And, well, I can tell you why he does it. Distracted driving, plain and simple. The man has an open laptop in his passenger seat. He has an open laptop. He has, like, a five-inch screen on his dash. He has too much going on. That's too much yeah. for any car. By the way, a laptop which uh, at one point tells him danger to manifold. Oh, we'll get to that later. Okay, I hope you looked it (laughs) up because I have no idea what that means. No, so we're going fast. We're going in a straight line. Um, I'm a little disappointed with this first race because it's just like a drag race. Drag races aren't that fun. You just go straight, fast. Like, (laughs) I get they have their purpose, but like, I want some turns. I want some action. We're just going straight. Yeah, I, I I agree. I wouldn't mind a, some city racing. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought that's what we were getting, and we just got a drag race, but okay. But th- I, I'm going to say we got some fun uh, 2000s camera work where the the camera's flying from car to car, giving us hero oh shots. Gosh. That's pretty Speaking fun. furious, my gosh. I had a furious headache throughout this scene. <laughs> um, I also want to say at one point we flashed to... Uh, Edwin slash Ja Rule's car, where he yells, let's go, menage. I'm presuming uh, because if he wins, he gets a menage trois. Yes. Classily referencing a threesome. Absolutely great uh, addition by the writers there. Mm -hmm. Also, later he gets passed by Brian after he slams on the NOS, and he screams, uh, oh no, Monica, which is the name Mm. of uh, lady number three (laughs) of the menage trois. No, lady number two. Lady number, yeah, you're right. Lady number two of the threesome, mm-hmm. him being the third. Yep. Um, yeah, bummer for Edwin. I I haven't seen the end of the race, but I assume Edwin doesn't win. Yeah. So so Brian starts out. <laughs> Brian starts out behind, but um, he has his computer. It's staying saying stage one complete. He's hitting buttons on his steering wheel. He's doing car shit, and at a point he hits 140, and he's not going fast enough. Mm-hmm. He's not going fast enough, so he hits some more fucking NOS. And that's where we come to the computer reading 
danger to Manifold. Yeah, and it is also where we come to him warping through space and time. Yeah, he goes into the speed zone. (laughs) Because uh, apparently when this movie was filmed, the way they showed speed was bending reality. Any portion not inside his car looks like Han jumping to light speed. It's crazy, too, because he's going 140 miles an hour, which is fast, but it's not bend reality fast. It's certainly not. No, uh, as previously bragged about, I've gone that fast and can say from experience, it doesn't bend trees or buildings uh, like they would not be able to ever bend. Reality stayed intact when you went that quick, huh? It did. It did. All right. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Good to know. But back to the danger manifold that because then he slams the computer shut and just gasses it and says, fuck your warning. I'm doing what I want. Mm-hmm. I'm Brian. Uh, what the fuck does that mean? I was so confused. I've never heard that before ever. So I looked it up and I found an absolute banger of a resource. Oh gosh. His name is Craig Lieberman. And I found okay. his YouTube video because Shout of out this. Craig. Shout out Craig. He gave me all the stats for the cars above. Seems like a cool dude. Puts out great YouTube videos. His YouTube channel is his name. Check it out if you want. Possible guest appearance upcoming. Dude, I've thought that he would be a great guest appearance. But he explained in his video that um, Danger Manifold doesn't really mean anything. And he he wanted to put a NOS bottle or a NOS gauge going to red because people know what red means. But the mm. director said no because he was oh, a this consultant man worked on, the film. on the film. Oh, Not wow. only was he a consultant on the first two films, but four of his cars were actually the like hero cars in the movie, like the ones that the actual actors drove around. The car from a couple episodes ago that's blue with the robot shark on it, mm-hmm. I think Vince drives it. That's his fucking car. No. Yeah, and I also learned so from him. So Craig's the man. So Craig's the man. I learned from him that like all of the the main cars in this were just loaned from uh, private collectors, and then they like modeled additional cars after them to do the races and like the actual stunts. Hmm. So fucking Craig was on set with Vin. His cars were in the movie. He's a cool fucking dude who makes awesome YouTube videos that are all about cars and these movies and behind the scenes. Safe to say Craig's in the mix. Craig is in the mix. And not only that, he's like recently putting out YouTube videos. So he's like on the internet and shit. So I'm going to reach out. Yeah, I'm going to reach out and see if he'd like to be on the pod because let's get Craig in our mix. Let's get Craig in our mix because he seems like a cool dude. He has all the know. And hell, maybe he'll want to talk to two idiots about this dumb movie. I sure, so, I certainly hope so. So let's shout out to Craig one time. Everyone go check out his YouTube videos. They're fucking sweet. And uh, hopefully we can get in touch with Craig and see if he'll answer some questions or be on the show. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm into that. So um, after the danger yep. manifold... Uh, mm-hmm. We hit 150. We're going fucking fast. And not only are we going fucking fast, screws are falling out of uh, Brian's car. We are going so fast that we are rattling the screws loose, which I don't think is a thing. And then it abruptly ends. Our five minutes oh is over. Oh my gosh. What a cliffhanger, dude. Dude, I what mean, a cliffhanger. What an upsetting portion to end on there. Dude, we're going to have to... We're going to have to... 
get back into this race next week and see who wins, but I'm excited for it. We might have to double up this week. I It was all I can do to not go to the next five minutes, I gotta tell you. Well, I'm glad you didn't. And um, before we take the show out, I have a new segment, Guard. Oh, Stone brought a segment today. Excellent news. Double segment it's, week. It's a little segment where we just get serious. Okay. We talk about the facts of this race oh, okay. in a segment I'd like to call the facts and the serious. <laughs> Thank Excellent. you. That's the response I was hoping for. <laughs> okay. I yeah. asked my girlfriend about that name and I said, it doesn't make sense, but it sounds good. Mm-hmm. Should I go with it? And she said, absolutely. So I'm glad you also agreed with good Brianna. Call. Shout out. Yeah, good call. One time. Shout out to Brianna as well. Yeah. A lot of great so, shout outs this episode. <laughs> lots of great so in the facts in the serious segment we're gonna we're the serious and we're gonna discuss the facts mm-hmm. so let's talk about the facts of this race okay. if it were to happen irl in the real world we know we're in a movie universe so facts don't matter but let's let's take a look at the facts and see how it turn out we can assume that this is a quarter mile race right sure Dom lives his life a quarter mile at a time. Famously, mm-hmm. most drag races are a quarter mile long. So that's what they're trying to depict. But mm-hmm. is it really a quarter mm. mile? Dun, 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 uh, even though we didn't see the end of this race, I did uh, look up times from the next episode I didn't watch. Oh. But this race goes for about two minutes. Two minutes straight. Two, uh, about two minutes of screen time is this race. At 140 miles per hour? And assuming that these cars can hit their top speed, you know, reasonably after the first 30 seconds of the race, that's a minute and a half of them just redlining their cars going literally as fast as they can go. Right. Which, looking up at the top, is anywhere between uh, 120 and 155 miles an hour. We saw Brian hit 140, 150 with the NOS, so Mm -hmm. we can assume they're going that fast. Mm Mm-hmm. I crunched the numbers. I don't have the math in front of me, but we'll take your I, did cr- I did crunch the numbers. Stone and, promises. Uh, I promise. And a reasonable estimate for how far they went during this race is eight and a half miles. <laughs> <laughs> they spent a minute of, and a half of just thousands and thousands of people lining up across this eight and a half so mile stretch. So many people. Think how many cars you have to have to line eight and a half miles of runway. That's awesome. I think the facts and the seriousness. Uh, facts and the serious. The facts and the serious will be a great recurring segment if I have to predict because I feel like this is probably the most realistic this movie franchise will get. It only gets crazier. And uh, I'm excited about this segment. I'm excited about the name. I thought up it at work. It was my best part of my work day. Yeah. And uh, great yeah, name. That was the facts and the serious. That's excellent, Stone. I, that's a great segment. Thank you. I was proud of it. I was giggling to myself in my office today, not doing work. I'm I'm happy for you. I, I love a good uh, workday giggle, so good for you, man. Well, that, that was the episode. That was it. We're going to have to come back next week and see how this race ends. Probably not great for Brian. His car's already falling apart, but we'll see. I still stick to my previous prediction of him losing but earning respect and them giving him his car back. That's a good prediction, and after this, I don't see any reason to stray away from that prediction. Yep. Uh, Stone, where can they find us? Wait, wait, wait. We got one more segment to go through. Stone, I don't know if we have time for a third segment today. We have plenty of time. It's other stuff. You still want to hit other stuff? Yeah, quick. 
What other stuff have you been up to in the past week, Guard? Man, I haven't been up to anything. Just kidding. I have been up to playing Assassin's Creed, which I desperately hope hasn't been playing in the background for this whole podcast. Um, I haven't heard it, so that's good. If it has. But I've been recently getting into Assassin's Creed again. Fun. I'll rate it a fun out of played it for a while. And which Assassin's Creed? The Greek one. Whatever the Greek one is. Pretty (laughs) sick, so... All right, cool. Uh, Stone, what other stuff have you been doing? Um, in preparation for going to uh, the first movie in a theater I've been to in over a year, which is going to be Godzilla vs. Kong, I'm currently watching through the first three films of that. I watched Godzilla 2014 the other day. All I've been watching is monster movies, apparently. And uh, it was pretty good. It was okay. okay. I mean, uh, the one thing about it, though, is... um. The two actors that play uh, the Maximoff twins in uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron play mm. lovers in this, which weirded yeah, me out. That the came whole out time. at similar times, and I did not care. One for year it. before, mm-hmm. one year before, and then Marvel said, "Fuck it, we're gonna make them twins anyways." <laughs> yeah, that was awful for me. I didn't care for it at all. Um, but the I movie have was a huge fun. complaint though about Godzilla versus Kong. Okay, give it to me. Why did they name it that? Kong versus Godzilla sounds so much better. Yeah, but... Is that a me thing or an everyone thing? No, you're not wrong, but I think uh, Godzilla is the more popular of the two. I don't know. They want to get that so name Godzilla gets the top. name card right up. Yeah, he gets, top, he gets top billing, but um, I'm King just going to have it on record Kong. right now. I'm rooting for Kong. Okay, I, that's, I like that. I'm pro Kong. I'm team Kong. Let's go, dude. Dude, I'm just rooting for a good time. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, unbiased. And that was my other stuff, but uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Don't forget to check us out on socials. I forgot to do this last week because I'm not good at this. (laughs) Uh, Check us out on Twitter and on Instagram, both at Fast5Pod with the number five in there, Fast5Pod. That's also our our Gmail. Uh, Write to us if you like the show or if you don't or for any reason. If you want to let us know how if you haven't listened at all. If this is the yeah. only part you've listened to and you just want to shout us out uh, and say, hey, so we can get a shout out. Yeah, if you want to let Guard know how you feel about the title of Kong vs. Godzilla. Wait, no, Godzilla vs. Kong. <laughs> Send him an email. Let him know. That's right. Uh, and uh, Stone, I think that's all the time we have tonight. But as always, we've been your host, Guard and Stone. Please don't dox us. Dude, you used that one last week. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. We love you. <laughs> <laughs>